and welcome to Convo Around the Cove, the show that keeps you in the conversation about your city of Green Cove Springs. I'm Communications Coordinator Tiffany Reynolds, and today I'm here with City Code Enforcement Officer Ben Plord. Thanks for taking the time to chat. Thanks for having me. We'll be talking all about code enforcement. It's an important part of the city's building department, and Ben will explain its function within city operations, some major initiatives of code enforcement, and answer your questions about the department. Can you start by explaining what exactly code enforcement is? Sure. So broadly speaking, it's basically the enforcement of all non-criminal ordinances and codes within the city, mostly to do with land use and uh, building permits. So pretty much uh, the police department could also enforce the codes that I'm enforcing, but you know they have criminal activity to worry about. So uh, I basically just cover everything else. Could you uh, give our listeners a couple of examples of what kinds of things you look for as a code enforcement officer? Sure. So most common violations that I see or that I deal with have to do with blight. So uh, you're being too tall, kind of junk vehicles, litter, uh, that sort of thing. But I also go into more detailed land use stuff, like if you're running a business out of your house or you're uh, basically using your property for something that's not in line with the land use or the ordinance that are for your zoning. I also deal with minimum housing standards, so property maintenance, uh, making sure your house and everything is, is safe for you to live in. Yeah, it's pretty much the scope of it. I mean, there's there's so there's so many there's, there's so many ordinances. Well, it uh, it sounds like what you do is is basically making sure that um, you know everyone in Green Coast Springs lives in a in a safe housing environment and making sure that the city is livable basically or Pretty everyone much. everyone uh everyone takes care of their property to the standards that the city has set in its code yeah and and the state as well um the minimum housing standard is actually florida state statute um so there's minimum standards that your home has to meet you know it has to have doors it has to have a roof it has to have you know it's basically just for you know safety and sanitary purposes and a lot of times you know people kind of let their properties go and so I, i'm kind of here to make sure that Everybody's, everybody's safe and happy. Cool, cool. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I understand that um, you're relatively new to uh, City Hall here as Code Enforcement Officer. Yep, so originally I'm from Minnesota. I'm sure you can tell by the accent. <laughs> uh, I've been in Florida for seven years. I was just recently down in Collier County doing the same thing, Code Enforcement. I was there for like four years. Uh, came up to Jacksonville for my wife's work, and I've been here with the city about Six months this month, I think, is my uh, six-month anniversary. Cool, cool. Yeah. How are you liking it so far? So far, so good. The city's great. There's a lot of great opportunity here. Um, I'm already getting some positive, mostly positive feedback from from residents and um, starting to get some of the the older problem cases closed out and, you know, just trying to get out there and introduce myself to the people. Cool, cool. Is there any uh, specific projects, initiatives, or, or a focus that that you have right now um, with your job as code enforcement? So nothing too specific uh, right now, basically just going through older cases and getting those kind of squared away. But then also in the past in Green Cove, code enforcement has been more reactive, meaning citizens or members of the city or something will call in a complaint and I'll specifically address those. Uh, I'll be shifting more towards proactive. So going out myself and looking for um, specific easier or more simple violations like you know parking on the grass has been a focus grass being too tall outside storage litter that sort of thing so that'll be 
one of my first goals is to be more proactive and, and get out there and talking to people and just kind of it's we're all about education and compliance and voluntary compliance and so mm-hmm. basically going out there and I'm, I'm not like you know coming out to yell at people and issue citations and that kind of thing it's really just going out there and talking to people that may have violations on their property and making sure they understand that one it is a violation to why the ordinance is the way it is and then try to see if I can work with them to, to come to compliance. Has that approach been working for you so far? So far, it seems like the the folks in City Green Coast Springs really appreciate the face to face. You know, they're coming out and talking to people. It's it can get uncomfortable. You know, when you're going onto somebody's property to tell them what they can and can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's just you know trying to explain as best you can why the ordinances are there, and you know even if it seems silly or you know why I, I you know can come onto your property to tell you what you can and can't do. It just you know it's it's. It's hard for some people to understand that, and so I, I hope that at least going to them face-to-face and talking to them in person and telling them what I'm all about makes it easier. What are uh, some common questions you've gotten from people since since you've started working for Green Coast Springs? Mostly, I, I didn't even know this case was still on my property. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's really just process questions. I mean, because the thing about code enforcement is it's, you know, I'm, I'm regulated by some pretty, pretty specific state statutes. And so I have to follow, you know, certain guidelines and stuff. And that can get a little confusing because, you know, when you have to give legal notice and all those big, scary documents come to your house or I post them on your property or something like that, mm-hmm. people can get a little intimidated by that. And then really it's just because I legally have to do that. But, you know, when you see the big, scary numbers on the notice of violation, it's not... It's mostly just to get your attention so that you'll work with me. I have a lot of discretion where I can, you know, work with you. Uh, and it's not just take you to court and lean your property or something like that. And how can the public help uh, report uh, code enforcement violations? So if you go on the city's website, um, there is all of my contact information, my phone number, my email. Uh, you can also come into 321 Walnut and just do it in person, um, fill out a uh, code enforcement form just kind of details you know what your concern is and then I believe also 311 uh, you can go through the 311 system and, and report a issue and mm-hmm. it'll get to me so I'm very you know reachable I'm usually out in the city uh, so my office I'm usually there in the mornings in the afternoon but most of the time I'll be out you know driving around so it's definitely easier to either email me or give me a call is there anything um, else about code enforcement or, or anything you'd, you'd like to um, mention before we close out? I don't know. It's it's. I'm like I said. I'm very approachable. If you see me out in out in the world, feel free to come up and talk to me. I'm not here to put anybody out of their property or do anything scary like that. I do want to work with the the citizens of Green Coast Springs to you know try to improve the city. Um, we got a lot of potential growth coming in, and you know we're trying to draw growth and like you know businesses and that kind of thing. Uh, so that's kind of one one arm of code enforcement. So basically, yeah, I'm not I'm not the no fun police. I'm not the you know the bad guy. Um, so when I am, if I do have to work with you on a, on an issue on your property, I'm you know very very patient and flexible. So if you're wor- willing to work with me, I am willing to work with you. Well, I think that's all the time we have for today. Uh, thanks for taking the time to explain all that you do, Ben. Thanks for having me. Now for your news around the cove. Tee off for the Green Cove Springs Police Department's third annual golf tournament fundraiser starting 9 a.m. on Friday, March 13th at Magnolia Point Golf Club. Registration is $70 per person or $260 for a team of four. Registration deadline is 9 a.m. on Friday, March 13th. Forms can be found on the Police Department's page of the city website at greencovesprings.com. 
The first Food Truck Friday of 2020 will be held on Friday, March 13th from 5 to 9 p.m. at Spring Park. Go to facebook.com slash greencovespringsfoodtruckfriday for more information on food truck vendors and live entertainment for each Food Truck Friday for 2020. Green Cove Springs Business League's third Saturday Market in the Park is Saturday, March 21st from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. along Walnut Street by Spring Park. Each third Saturday market offers a variety of food and craft vendors and a live DJ. Third Saturday Market in the Park runs monthly from September through June. That's all the news for today. Thank you for joining Convo Around the Cove. You can listen to episodes on Buzzsprout, Spotify, and Stitcher. Keep an eye out on the city's social media for our next discussion topic. Send your questions to City of Green Cove Springs Government on Facebook and at GCS Today on Twitter. And remember, it wouldn't be a conversation without you. Send any topic suggestions about city projects or about city government to City of Green Cove Springs Government on Facebook and at GCS Today on Twitter. Talk to you later.